Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Kara's Cures digital show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin. September is self-improvement month, so are you ready for a fresh start, but you really don't know how to get unstuck? I'm joined by motivational speaker Jen Gottlieb. He, she's here to talk about the law of action. Welcome, Jen. I'm so happy to be here, Kara. This is my favorite topic. Yeah. A lot of us might have heard of the law of attraction. Maybe we're experimenting with manifestation. You're saying, I want, I want, I want, which I know actually is wrong. Mm -hmm. We should be saying, I am, I am, I am. But we can't just wish, right? There's a, there's a law of action that complements all that we're trying to do. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of the law of attraction. I've manifested many things in my life, but what, what I've found that most of the, the books and the podcasts, and the, the people that talk about the law of attraction are missing this one very important piece when they talk about it. And so many people get manifesting kind of wrong because they miss this piece. They think if they can visualize it and they vision board and they think about it and they wish for it, the thing's going to magically appear. Maybe one out of 99.99999. It happens that way. But Here's what really makes it happen. It's the action piece. It's the doing. And when you visualize things and you start to vision board, you actually plant new beliefs into your subconscious, which makes the action steps a lot less scary and a lot easier to do. So that's really how the law of attraction works. But without the action piece, the doing, you're, you're not going to really accomplish anything. I mean, you can dream big all you want, but I always tell people don't dream big, do big. Yeah. So the idea that we, you might take that self-care time and say, what is it I really want? Get some clarity. But then you're going to get little impulses and we have to act on those impulses and do what we're, oh, you know, you want to write a book? I got a little impulse to write a book. Fine. So start somehow. Maybe you're going to write a sentence a day or a paragraph a day, but we need to build momentum with actual action. Yes, a thousand percent. So momentum doesn't just come from sitting around thinking about it. Momentum and motivation comes from getting a little win. And it doesn't have to be a huge win. It doesn't have to be like you wrote the entire book, just like you said. It can definitely come from writing one sentence. Writing that one sentence will give you a little bit of dopamine, a good feeling thought that's like, oh, wow, okay, I got that sentence down. Maybe I'll do another sentence. And that's what initiates momentum, which then initiates more motivation to keep going. So you got to do in order to do. Okay. You suggest all of us should have a dare of the day. What's that? Mm, I love a good dare of the day. And I hope everyone that's watching is listening. I want you all to go do your dares of the day. You too, Kara. So I started doing this a few years ago and it's changed my life because we get really good at what we practice, right? And success and manifesting and creating the life that you want comes from taking action, like we just said, and taking action is uncomfortable a lot of the time. So we need to get more comfortable being uncomfortable and doing a dare of the day is essentially like going to the confidence gym. It's working out our discomfort muscles. So you do give yourself a dare every single day. Maybe it's, you start off with a little dare, something that you're scared to do that you wouldn't typically do, but you say, okay, this is my dare of the day. And once I accomplish this, I'm going to give myself a little reward. And then as you go on, you can give yourself bigger dares and bigger dares and bigger dares. And if you accomplish that one dare, I want you to celebrate with somebody or celebrate with yourself or reward yourself. So you feel that that win, right? That gives you more motivation and momentum. And as you go on, you're going to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. You're going to be an expert at doing dares. And then when you go to take action on your goals, you're going to be a lot more confident. Yeah. And you say, you know, being uncomfortable is something we need to get used to, right? We grow, nothing grows in a comfort zone. So it could be something like 
just asking uh, someone at the coffee shop, can I get a little discount? Or, hey, would you throw in this? Or, you know, maybe you have a little social anxiety and you're going to go up to someone at the gym and introduce yourself. Yes. And, and we always know what the dare is going to be. So for me, our subconscious will give us a little hint. Like you'll be at, like, let's, let's use the gym example. Maybe you're, maybe you're single and you're at the gym and you see an attractive person and maybe like your subconscious is like, you should really like go up to that person and say hi. But then you're like, no, no, I'm too scared. And you make every excuse not to do it. Right. But the moment that you get that little bit of like that little insight from your subconscious that says you should go talk to them, you immediately have to make that your dare of the day. So then, okay, it's the dare. I have to do it now, right? And so you do it. So maybe it is at the coffee shop where you're like, eh, you know, I wish that this coffee was 10 cents cheaper. All right, my dare of the day is to ask if I can get if I can get 10 cents off my coffee. You know how many times I've asked that and done that as my dare of the day and gotten free coffee? Not just a discount, but free coffee. Oh. You just have to ask. Yeah. And so you feel a little strange asking, but that's the point. That's the point. So you've practiced being uncomfortable, but here's the thing. You never feel bad afterwards. You always feel like, wow, I did something hard. And even if you get declined, which I have gotten many times, or you get rejected, it's it's growth. At the end of the day, it's always for you. It always makes you stronger and better. And so it's still a win. You did the thing you were scared to do. It's like, oh man, well, I got rejected, but guess what? I still did it. And I always say that discomfort is temporary. It doesn't last. So rejection is temporary. Failure, it, it's, a, it's a crappy feeling. It's only temporary. But growth, the growth that comes on the other side of that discomfort, that's permanent. Yeah. And you have permanently grown from doing that thing that makes you feel uncomfortable. So the other thing that you want us to do, which is, again, simple, is at night, before you go to bed, maybe take a Post-it note or whatever you have around, maybe you have a journal near your bed, but whatever, a post-it note, write one small task on it and under it write, do it now. And then you yes. post it on your computer. So when you sit down the next day to do what you do, you've got something right there. Yeah, because many people get stuck because they just don't know what to do first. They get analysis paralysis. Oh my God, there's so many things that I need to do that they actually just don't do anything. So if you give yourself that one important task to kickstart momentum by it's right there on your computer, it says, do it now, do this thing. It'll kickstart that motivation, that momentum for the day once you've done that thing. And here's the second part of this cool task. Because you can take that post-it every day once you've done it, and this is part of the celebration, getting the win and celebrating, take that post-it and put it on like a cork board or a wall somewhere in your house. And then after a month of doing it now, doing it now every day, you're going to have a whole wall of, of accomplishment, accomplishments, things that you've done, uh, hard, scary things, or maybe tasks that you've done. And you get to actually celebrate with yourself. Like, look at what I've done. If you just do one tiny thing every single day. Yeah, I'm a goal-oriented person, and, and I, I haven't tried the post-it note thing, although I do like showing it later on. That would be nice. Um, but I, some people I know make these really neat to-do lists, and they don't want to cross them out. I love the feeling of crossing it out because it feels like even if it was the mm -hmm. simplest thing yeah. or even writing a few things on your to-do list that you know you're going to do so you can get that momentum. You're saying just the act of feeling accomplished, it, it makes us want to go on to the next thing. Yes, a thousand percent. I mean, think about it in the art of losing weight. I, I love to use this analogy because we never really want to go to the gym or start eating healthy when we haven't gotten any results yet. But once you've lost five pounds or you can lift 10 pounds heavier and you're like, whoa, I look great. All of a sudden you want to go to the gym every day. All uh -huh. of a sudden you're motivated. You're like, this is great because you got that momentum. You got that win. So once you've accomplished that one tiny task, whatever it is, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I could do hard things on to the next. But if you stay stuck, you're going to stay stuck, right? Uh, an object in motion 
stays in motion. Same thing for an object that's not in motion, doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, at, at night, um, if you have a journal practice or a gratitude practice, which is another great way to make us feel good, but you want us to write down our small wins at the end of the night, just a couple of things. Yeah, I love this for two reasons. Number one, it goes back to celebrating again, which we know celebrating the win gives us the momentum and the motivation. But number two, I love writing down my wins at night because during the day, I'm actually thinking about writing my wins down that night and thinking about, oh, I really want to write down that I did this. So it actually helps you with your dare of the day or the uncomfortable things that maybe you don't want to do. Where, whereas before I did my wins at night, maybe I would like give myself an excuse to not have to do something like, oh, I don't want to work out today, so I don't have to. But now I think, well, I really want to write down tonight that I worked out because in celebrated in my wins. So I'm going to go. So it actually helps you to take action more throughout the day when you're writing down all your wins at night and then having that moment and celebrating with yourself. Look at all the things I did. And we often forget all the great things we do throughout the day. So it's really nice to just look at it, reflect, be grateful, like you said, and then use that list to help you take action the next day again. Well, and you talk about imposter syndrome, and we all have it. Uh, I, when I speak to women, sometimes I'll say, you know, they think, okay, you're on TV or you do this. You must, I mean, uh, I spoke to the uh, first lady here in Connecticut, and Annie Lamont, who's an uh, expert woman in the world of competitive hedge funds, and she says she challenged herself to do something that terrifies her every day. So no matter who people are, there's a little feeling of, who am I doing this, Right. Oh, yeah. Imposter syndrome is something that everyone experiences. And I used to host a show on VH1 where I got to interview some of the biggest rock stars in the entire world. So big, big time, like the Guns N' Roses guys, Metallica, all these people that you would think are the most confident people in the world and they don't have imposter syndrome. Every single one of them would come up to me in the dressing room after and be like, was that good enough? Yeah. How did I do? I'm like, you're Slash, like you're a rock star. Uh, so it, it's common. So anyone that's experiencing imposter syndrome, maybe feeling like I'm not good enough or I'm a fraud, I have a great tool for you. And it's super simple and super easy. And I use it every day before an interview like this or before doing something that's really scary. Um, it's it's a list. And I don't know if I can say this on television, but I'm going to say it. It's called a badass list. And you can bleep me out later if you want to. But it's a reminder of how wonderful and amazing and extraordinary we are. Because sometimes we forget. We spend a lot of time comparing ourselves to other people and thinking mm -hmm. that other people on social media are so much better than us. But we forget all the amazing things we've done. So what I would love for your viewers and listeners to do is to just make a list of all the times in your life when you felt like a rock star. Like you felt like you were on top of the world. Maybe it was the first time that you got, went on air. Maybe it was, you know, when you had, when you gave birth to your child, or maybe it was something very, very small. Like um, you just had a day where you were like, like feeling it. Like you were like, I was wearing that dress and I, people were turning their heads and I felt amazing. Whatever it is, write a huge list down of all the times in your life when you felt amazing and all of your accomplishments. And then anytime you're feeling like an imposter or you're scared to do something, pull up that list mm -hmm. and then read it out loud as if you're reading it about somebody else, not about you. You're reading it about someone that you're just like comparing yourself to on social media. And I want you to take a moment and really just be impressed with that person. Mm -hmm. And maybe even be a little jealous of that person. Like, wow, that person's cool, you know? And, and, and really just be in awe and then remind yourself that that person's you. And if you can do all those things, then you are certainly not an imposter and you are certainly enough to do whatever it is that you're going to do. 
Well, no, it's great advice. And I think uh, young women especially, it would be nice for them to start practicing when they're doing their homework, you know, at the end of it, just say, can you write three things you did well today? Because there is a negativity bias in our brains, right? We always are judging ourselves, thinking that something's going to go wrong or that you're not good enough. And even understanding that that's sort of human nature, that there isn't really anything wrong with you, but that's just how you're wired, right? And we can counter that with some of the things you're saying, law of action or uh, finding some good things. A thousand percent. Yeah. And just reframing, um, instead of saying like things are happening to you or I, I, or, you know, we can't really control the things that are happening around us, unfortunately, but we can control our, our perspective and how we look at them. And we can control saying maybe instead of saying, oh, this is happening to me, flipping it around and saying, this is happening for me. Because you don't necessarily always know in the moment why something is happening for you. But when you connect the dots looking backwards, I think you could probably relate, Kara. Every single bad thing that's ever happened has always ended up being for you in some way, shape, or form. And whenever you can find those for yous, it helps you to be stronger every time something bad happens because you can just remember, I know when I look back on this one day, I'm going to say this was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. So it's all about perspective. Yeah. Well, Ariana Huffington, I've interviewed her a few times, and she created something called GPS for the soul. And she was pretty frank saying, you never know why you're taking a detour until you've already gone through it. So she just, you know, like trying to figure that out when you're in it, like, why isn't this working? But trying to remember that rejection is protection or that we're being guided to something greater. Um, That's that's my thought process of, all right, right, I'm just going to have to trust the process. That's very hard for most people to do, including myself. I like to be in control and get things done. And, you know, in my real world, I'm a busy person. But but understanding that, I guess, uh, what you said of reframing, that we're, you know, this, this sidestep really could be to get you to where you need to be. Oh, yeah. Um, And I always say that no is secretly a yes to something else. So whether it is that you're saying no to something, you're actually opening up space for something else wonderful to come in. Or if somebody's saying no to you, every experience I've ever, I've been rejected so many times. I'm a former actress. So I've heard no 85 million times, maybe more than that. And you're not good enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. But every single one of those no's has led me to something better. I just didn't know in the moment. But now mm. that I look back, I'm like, oh, duh. Thank God I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now if I would have gotten some of those yeses. You know, it's always for you. Yep, yep. Well, tell people where they can go to find more information or maybe they follow you on social media. So uh, I, I encourage people, you know, social media is part of our life. And as much as it can be a negative effect, it can be a positive effect. So if we're following motivational people, sometimes that's what we need to see in the middle of the day when we're scrolling. So uh, can people find you and get some good advice? A thousand percent. The best place to go is Instagram at Jen underscore Gottlieb. Go there. And then once you're there, you can find me on all the other places, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen, I wish you luck. And I know you're coming to us from Brazil. You start you have a motivational speaking career. A lot of people would love to do something like that. Uh, So in closing, I know you didn't know you're going to end up becoming a motivational speaker, but I assume part of it is you used your law of action and the things we've been talking about to get you into this uh, career where you get to be free and talk about helping people. A thousand percent. Absolutely. I would not be here if I didn't take a lot of scary action and do a lot of dares of the day. Believe me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Well, thank you, Jen. We appreciate your time. And uh, I know you're coming to us right now from Brazil. So good luck there. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I'll definitely talk to you soon. Thanks, Kara. Absolutely. 
And if you want more information that inspires you on the cutting edge of wellness, you can find more of it on the Kara's Cures podcast. We love it if you leave us a review or share it with your friends. Uh, you can also watch on WFSB+. Plus and on WFSB.com. Follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. I like to share this content there. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.